welcome to the Rainsville Educational Podcast. This podcast is used to help train and equip believers to become disciple makers to serve God's kingdom through the local church. Enjoy this next session as we talk about this week's spiritual rep. Welcome back to another week here on the rep. I hope you are enjoying this awesome weather. We've been having love this time of year and so excited to see warmer temperatures and a lot of sunshine but let's dive into it and see what we can glean from the bible today here's my question if someone asked you what does it mean biblically speaking to be a disciple how would you answer them more so than that what passages would you use to explain this amazingly deep topic would you use any old testament passages or do you think that only the new testament speaks about discipleship do you think that the idea of discipleship spans all of scripture or is it just a topic confined to the synoptic gospels and john well i don't know how you would answer that question because this is a podcast and i can't hear you but let me share with you how i would at least begin to answer it First, I would point them to the place in the Old Testament where I think that we hear the Bible's discipleship drumbeat very loudly and clearly. That is, I would point them to what is often considered by many to be the heart of the Old Testament teaching. Deuteronomy chapter 6 verses 4 through 9, which is often called the Shema. Because Shema is the Hebrew word for hear which is how our passage begins. Hear, O Israel. Now it's important for us to understand, I think, that that first word, hear, really comes to us in the form of a Hebrew imperative. Literally, the form that the word takes in this verse is the form that indicates a command. So Moses is not saying, Hey guys, can you all listen to me for a moment? He's not trying to settle down a bunch of children. Moses is preaching. And Moses is saying, here is truth. Now hear it. Obey it. It's not surprising then that many scholars parallel this Hebrew word of hearing with obeying. It's a command. Think about it. Even outside of this passage, where do you find in the Bible that the Bible telling you to hear without the implication also being to be obedient. Every time that the Bible tells you to hear or to listen, the implication is always to be obedient to the truthful teaching it's giving you. Okay, so Moses begins by calling the people to hear this truth and obey it. What I think is interesting, especially in terms of defining discipleship from the Old Testament scriptures, is what follows. He begins by giving them this theological confession. The Lord our God, the Lord is one. Notice your Bible most likely, or at least I hope that it does, has the word Lord in all caps. Capital L, capital O, capital R, capital D. If you've ever been curious as to why sometimes the Bible uses all caps to say Lord, and sometimes it just has capital L with the lowercase O-R-D, Well, it's because when it has all caps, as it does here, Moses is using the covenant name of God in the Hebrew language, Yahweh. It's the same name that God reveals himself to Moses at the burning bush, in which he clarifies throughout the remainder of the book of Exodus. 
But back to our point, following this theological confession, this revelation of truth, the Lord our God, the Lord is one, Moses then says this, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might. And these words that I command you today shall be on your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children and shall talk of them when you sit in your house and when you walk by the way and when you lie down and when you rise. You shall bind them as a sign on your hand and they shall be as frontlets between your eyes. You shall write them on the doorpost of your house and on your gates. All right, so let me attempt to put a cap on this for you. The Hebrew language, there is a thing called a wa consecutive. That's a big fancy word for basically what we would call a conjunction, like the word and, a word that connects ideas. Now you find this wa consecutive all throughout the Old Testament. By the way, that's kind of fun to say, isn't it? Wa consecutive. You find it all over the Old Testament. For example, when you read the historical narratives of First and Second Kings, and even in the book of Joshua, and all those events are being tied together as a story, the Y consecutive is the conjunction that's tying all those events, individual events together. It's the and this, and that, and this, and that, that connects the points of the story. What's interesting about this for us today is that you also find the Wah consecutive all over this passage called the Shema. I once had a friend explain it to me in this way. The command at the beginning of the passage to hear, which we said gives the implication of obey, that is the spark, which is carried all the way to the end of the passage by those conjunctions. They are like the conductors that keep the imperative force of the command going forward all the way to the end of the passage. What's all this mean, really, for us, and especially in terms of defining discipleship from the Old Testament Scripture? It means that the verse is about loving the Lord, your God, with all your heart, with all your mind, soul, and strength, and putting the words of God on your heart, and the part about teaching them to your children. That's a command. It's not an option. For Old Testament Israel. All those sentences are tied together and are charged by the initial command to hear, O Israel. Obey, O Israel. This is the heart of the Old Testament covenant. Love the Lord. Love Him with all your heart. All your life. And anything else that's left, love God and obey His Word. Put it on your heart and don't miss this. They were to pass this truth on to the succeeding generations. Love God. Obey the Word of God. And invest the Word of God into your children. I know we're talking about the Old Testament scriptures, but that's a pretty good definition for what the New Testament calls a disciple of Christ. Love Jesus, obey Jesus, and lead others to Jesus. All right. I think that's enough for today.
Next time I see you, I'm going to quiz you as to what a why consecutive is. <laughs> Next week, when we come back, I'll walk through the same question only from a New Testament perspective. I look forward to it already. Have a great week. Blessings.